Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday and we are one week away from Thanksgiving. Can you believe it is already here? Uh, but praise God, what a beautiful day. It's, uh, it's breezy out there. But the sun is shining. It's warm. I love it when it's breezy. You can just see those leaves coming down almost like it's raining and uh, just so pretty. And to God be the glory, great things he hath done. Uh, he is still God uh, on the mountain. He's God in the valley. He's God in the sunshine. He's God in the rain. Uh, but I hope we do stop and say thank you. And I hope we do stop and, and, and express our gratitude to the Lord on the, the days when the sun is shining and when the weather is nice. We welcome you today, those listening on the radio. Thank you for joining us, 95.9 FM. And then also those listening on the podcast and on our radio app, we welcome you. And then uh, for those that are watching on Facebook and YouTube, thank you so much. And maybe some of you listening on the radio, you say, we don't even know what YouTube is, or we don't even know what a radio app or a podcast is. Well, don't worry about all that. Uh, but it is, it's an additional uh, tools. It's additional uh, ways that people can listen or people can uh, be a part of our radio broadcast. And so we're thankful to have you here uh, with us today. I do want to say a happy birthday today to Chrissy Babb. And also a happy birthday to Aniston Clements. I hope you have a great day today. And then happy anniversary to Jimmy and Ann Newsom. I hope you have a wonderful day. Happy anniversary. We had a great service last night. I thank the Lord for our church. I thank, thank the Lord for our uh, prayer meetings and Bible studies we get to have. And then also our teens have their teens on target every Wednesday night. And then our children have their master club program. And it's just such a wonderful thing. And God has been so good to us and uh, we are very thankful. Let's pray today for our church. Uh, pray for our school. Pray for all of our ministries. Uh, pray for our country. Pray for God to do a great work uh, in this great land that we live in. Here's a good song. I think you'll enjoy this. Brother Alvin Martinez, I'm sure we've done this before, but these next few days, we're going to play a lot of songs about thanks, uh, Thanksgiving and being thankful, being grateful. And this song says, Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. And God has been so good. I think you'll enjoy this song. And then after this song, we will be in our Bible study uh, back in Psalm 100. We started yesterday and uh, we'll pick up where we left off yesterday. But first, I hope you enjoy this great song. There's a roof 
Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. I hope you've taken time today already just to stop and say thank you. Uh, sometimes we can, it just in our minds, we can say, oh yeah, you know, I'm thankful. Oh yeah, I'm grateful. Uh, but, uh, but when was the last time you just stopped and just, and just said, Lord, thank you. Uh, thank you for my family. Thank you for uh, my job. Thank you for my home. Thank you for my church. Thank you for uh, my country that I live in. Thank you for the freedom, whatever. But when was the last time you just stopped and said, thank you? Um, I still, I, I try to write uh, thank you notes. Uh, whenever someone gives me a gift or whenever someone does something for me, I try, I'm sure I miss something, but I, I try to always write a thank you note. But even if you don't write a thank you note, we've got so many tools today. You can send a text message of just thank you so much for you know, fill in the blank, whatever was done, or, or uh, um, a message uh, on uh, Facebook. You, you can do that. I know my wife does a lot of that. She'll send messages to people on Facebook, and it's for her that works, and it's easy. And I say easy, it's convenient. And for some people, that's what's great. Uh, I'll make a phone call. Hey, I just wanted to thank you for what you did, and you know, fill in the blank, this specific thing. And I'll tell you, we are, uh, we are in our nation, we are guilty of ingratitude so many times, and in our own lives, and may God help us to be a thankful people, especially uh, these days. I've, I've already been telling our children in uh, the school chapels, I told them yesterday, Sunday night in Pastor's Pals, I told them, but I said, I want you to be thinking because this coming Sunday and the next Tuesday at our, our special chapel, I said, I'm going to be asking you, what are you thankful for? And I want you to be ready. And so I hope uh, you're ready for that. I know Sunday for our, in our bulletin, uh, there will be an insert and it'll be a list of 100 blanks for things that you can list for yourself of things you're thankful for. And I remember the first time I ever saw a list like that, I thought, there's no way I'm going to be able to fill this up. But once you get started and you take the time to be thankful and write those things down, you'll find that one list is not enough. You'll have to get two or three or whatever. Uh, but we ought to be a thankful people. We saw yesterday in Psalm 100, we saw the verse, verse four, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. And we saw yesterday the commands for action, uh, the command to make a joyful noise, to serve the Lord, to come into his presence, to know that the Lord is God, to enter uh, with thanksgiving, to be thankful, to bless his name. Those are commands for action. We saw yesterday, the first one we looked at and we, we talked about it a little bit is make a joyful noise. Uh, you, you've got to let it be heard. You've got to let it be known. People should not have to wonder or guess and say, I wonder if so-and-so is thankful. That ought to be an obvious because they ought to hear it from your mouth and they ought to hear it in our words and in our conversation that we are a thankful and a grateful people for what God has done. Let's look at the second uh, action, the command for action. It says, serve. Serve the Lord with gladness. That's the key right there. I know some people that serve the Lord, but they're not very happy about it. I know some people who serve the Lord and all you ever hear about is, oh, poor me. It's so hard. I got it so difficult. But this verse says we are to serve the Lord with gladness. The word serve, it means to work, but it literally has the idea of working or serving as someone who is a subject. Imagine in Bible days where there were kings and imagine in Bible days where there were rulers and they would tell you, you are going to do this and you didn't get a choice. 
They didn't have the work conditions like we have today. They didn't have salaries. They didn't have benefits. They didn't have uh, time off. They didn't have vacation. They didn't have Christmas bonuses. In many cases, they went to work every day as a servant or as a slave. You know what they got? They got to live another day. And if they did not serve and if they did not please their master, they were often punished. The Bible tells us that there were those who would serve, but why would somebody serve with gladness? Some people serve just out of duty, but why would somebody serve a master with gladness? Exodus 21 explains that, and it says that when the time came that the servant could go free, he had that option. It says, and if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, uh, my wife and my children, I will not go out free. But verse six, it says, then that person could make the choice to serve his master forever. And that was a choice. Well, what was the reasoning? It says in verse five of Exodus 21 that the servant just plainly, clearly says, oh no, I don't want to go. I don't want to leave because I love my master so much and I want to stay and I want to serve and I want to be a servant in the house of my master. Well, can I tell you, it probably had to take a pretty incredible master for a servant to say that. But you and I, we are servants of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We are serving a God who loves us, a God who gave his son on the cross for us. We are serving a God who daily loadeth us with blessings and benefits. The songwriter wrote and he said, I will serve thee because I love thee. You have given life to me. I was nothing before you found me, but you have given life to me. Heartaches, broken pieces, ruined lives, are why you died on Calvary. Your touch is what I longed for. You have given life to me. You know why we serve God? Because we love him. He's the one that gave us life. He's the one that has done everything for us. Uh, anything good in our lives is all because of him. We see we should serve the Lord with gladness. I want to ask you, are you serving the Lord? I hope so. But are you serving him with gladness. That's my goal. I want to be a happy camper. I want to uh, finish my course with joy. I want to be happy in the service of the King. We see the command for action. One is to make a joyful noise. Two is to serve the Lord with gladness. But number three, it says, come before his presence with singing. That's an invitation to come. God wants us to come before his presence. This is a command. But also we see there are some specifics on how to come. Uh, you don't just come any old way. You want to come prepared. Uh, we joke about it, especially myself and Brother Dan, our assistant pastor. Uh, we lived in California for many years before we moved to North Carolina. And one of the things we learned is if you ever had to go to the DMV in California, you just plan you were going to wait for hours. No, no, didn't matter what day, what time, you're going to wait for hours. I remember one time I went to the DMV and it was important. I needed to get a particular uh, California uh, a commercial driver's license. And I went there and I had every, every piece of identification possible. But the one thing I didn't have, I didn't have my birth certificate. And I had waited in that line, got there early, waited in line. And I got to a certain point where they were going to tell me which way to go. And they asked, do you have your birth certificate? I said, no, but I've got this and I've got this and I've got this. 
and the lady said, I'm sorry. She said, you're going to have to get your birth certificate. We can't help you here. Well, guess what? I wasn't prepared. I thought I was, but I wasn't prepared. And so because of that, I couldn't stay. And can I tell you this? When you and I, when we come before his presence, God wants us to come with singing. What is singing? Singing is praising God. It is, it is uh, honoring and worshiping and glorifying the Lord. And when we come before God, we ought not come with pride. We ought to come with humility. We ought not come with a, a, a haughty spirit, but we ought to come with a humble spirit. I think about the story of Esther. She went to see the king and she said, I'm going to see the king. But she said, I've got to go. And if the king does not offer that scepter, she said, I could perish. I could die. Well, obviously, God's not going to strike you dead if you come into his presence in a wrong way. But when we go before the king, we ought to go before the king uh, with a reverence. And we ought to come before the king with a respect. But then Hebrews tells us there's another element to this. It says, let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace. You see, when we go to the throne, yes, we ought to go humbly and in a spirit of humility, but there's also a boldness. And here's why. Because we're not like Esther's day where the king hasn't called us, where the king has not invited us. We're coming before the king of kings and we've already been given an invitation. We've already been given an invite. And so when you and I go before the throne of grace and, and seek a mercy and grace to help in time of need, we can come with confidence. We can come not with pride, but we can come with confidence knowing that God wants us to come and God invites us to come into his presence. We ought to come before his presence with singing. I think you ought to sing every day. I don't think it should just be at church. I think you ought to sing when you're driving down the road. I think you ought to sing when you're working around the house. I think you ought to sing every opportunity you get. Say, well, I can't carry a tune. Well, maybe you can hum. Uh, maybe you can whistle. Uh, you definitely ought to have a song in your heart, but there ought to be singing. Singing is what brings honor and glory to the Lord. Come before his presence with singing. I hope that we will do that today and throughout this week. And as we prepare for Thanksgiving, let's come before the presence of the Lord with singing. God bless you. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.